Hey y'all, we have launched our very own merch on the Letters 2 Media Merch Store. We have a bunch of good-looking t-shirts and hoodies. If you want your own Haddonfield Horror merch, click on the link in the description. Phase one was the hypnotism. That's how they sedate you. Phase two is, is this, mental preparation. It's basically a psychological pre-op. Yeah. Or phase three, the transplantation. Partial, actually, the piece of your brain connected to your nervous system needs to stay put, keeping those intricate connections intact. So you won't be gone, not completely. A sliver of you will still be in there somewhere. Limited consciousness. You'll be able to see and hear what your body is doing, but your existence will be as a passenger. An audience. You'll live in a certain place. Welcome back to the Haddonfield Horrors Podcast, where we review horror movies and horror franchises. I'm Mark. I'm Tawan. I'm Maria. And today we're reviewing Get Out, released in 2017, directed directed and written by Jordan Peele. Maria, can you give the people the plot summary? Chris and his girlfriend Rose have reached the meet the parents stage of their relationship. She invites him over for a weekend trip upstate with her parents, Missy and Dean. At first, Chris reads the family's overly accommodating behavior as nervous attempts to deal with their daughter's interracial relationship. But as the weekend progresses, a series of increasingly disturbing discoveries leads him to a truth that he never could have imagined. So get out. Jordan Peele's big directing debut. I remember when this movie came out. And... I think I, I was think I was telling you guys like I don't remember if I liked this movie or that I had just seen it so many times that it was just like seared in my brain. I do remember this being like a big like cultural phenomenon when it came out. What about you guys? It was definitely a moment. Like I I definitely remember uh, when this came out. Like the discourse around it and like how big it was and like everyone was going to see it like you know how the conservative racist whites were very offended yeah like for people like us like we we tend to regularly see movies and things like that but you know something's a moment when like your parents or somebody want to go see a movie that that like especially like an original movie like this isn't part of a franchise or anything like um they want to go see it and check it out and stuff so that was um that was pretty interesting to see and just like the it's just the turnout of it especially being that Jordan Peele like we all know like most people know Jordan Peele from like Mad TV Key and Peele and like the thought of him just doing a horror movie in general was I thought just this like was going to be thing. satire and I was like this is a Jordan Peele production this has to be like satire it has to be some sketch comedy thing yeah I Completely thought the same 
Yeah, I thought the same, and then I saw the, I saw the um tra- like initial trailer for, it, and I was like, cause I I didn't I didn't honestly I didn't know Jordan Peele's first name. I just knew Key and Peele, but um, when I actually looked into it, I was like, mm-hmm. oh that I was like, oh that that's Jordan Peele, like that dude. I was like, okay, and then like all the all the reviews came out, and like people were saying it was like good, like really good, and I was like, I was I was very interested after that, and then I eventually saw it and like really liked it. My first impressions were kind of clouded because at the time I was in a relationship with a half white, half Hispanic Trump supporting man. And when we saw the first uh, trailer, because we, (laughs) the trailer came out when, what, Rings, you guys remember Rings, like the third Ring movie, which was horrible. I didn't, I didn't watch it, but I remember that. Yeah, we, we went to go see Rings with a group of friends, and the trailer came out for Get Out, and he was like, oh, so this is just like an anti-white person movie. Wow. And Trump's America. So that's all I kept on hearing. So I was just like, it's going to be one of those movies. That's movies. crazy. And so then when I finally watched the movie, I was like, oh, okay, this is not what I thought it was going to be. I was letting all his negativity cloud my, like, like my expectation of the movie and then i was like oh this is jordan peele from king and peele it can't be like it won't be deep and then i was like oh shit i'm glad i was proven completely wrong because this is a fucking this is fucking great and it was a an original movie idea like how often do we get those anymore what about you maria yeah i mean i do i remember when it first came out and like yeah because i knew jordan like Jordan Peele from you know Key and Peele, and I knew him as a, like as a, as a com- like a, a comedic, and I just I didn't honestly when I first I because I did go watch it in theaters because I was really curious to see what a movie uh made by Jordan Peele would look like um, and yeah I was definitely not disappointed it was it, it yeah and it was very clearly like an original idea and it shows and I feel like I don't know I loved the movie when I first saw it I was like this is crazy definitely did not take the turn that i thought it was going to um well, like when i first saw it and i really liked it honestly yeah i worked at a movie theater when this came out that's why i saw it so many times because it was on like the the free movie list so i kind of like went you know and i was able to take like guests to go watch movies with me for free like one or two at a time so i went like several times back to back to take like groups of two to go watch it with me and because I have a wide range of friends, white, black, Hispanic, or like Asian, I got to see like different reactions. And the white people I took to go watch it with me, they went from like interest to like fear to like guilt. And they're like, oh my God, do I do that? Do I say like inappropriate, stupid things like that that come off as racist? I'm like, if you have to ask, you probably do. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my God. That's just how that works. But, oh shit, did my headphones die? They disconnected. Don't do that ever again. Hello? Yes. Okay, they went back. And then, overall, I think this was a good, it was a good, like, like, because now, because now when we hear, oh, a Jordan Peele production, it's like, oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be scary. He has had some misses. Candyman. 2020 but other than that you know it's been pretty been pretty passable you know no well, he didn't direct that 
But yeah, I, I will say probably, though, he probably should. Yeah, it was it was okay. It was okay at best. It was like a good five. I mean, because he went from being Jordan Peele of Key and Peele, the, the 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 comedy guy, to being Jordan Peele, the the next like up and coming horror king. It's like he does, he did this. He did nope. He's producing Candyman. He's the the re, the third reboot of Twilight Zone. It's like this one movie like kicked off a new era for him. Which I this is a good movie. It still shocked people. And in like in preparation for this, I also watched like a bunch of like YouTubers like reaction videos and I purposely looked out was looking at like white people watching it for the first time and they were like they were also going through like the whole oh my god these are the white folks I hate or oh my god they're making us look bad. Oh my god, do we do things like this? Do we make inappropriate comments like this? And it's like oh my god. The funniest one yet was with an interracial couple, a black guy and his white girlfriend. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it definitely started like like a thing for sure. Like anytime you see it, it is always unlike any couple like that, like black guy, white girl, it's always in the or, comments. Get out. Or just like the memes that it, that comes from it. Or just like the reference. Like when when you when black people see like another black person doing some very like non-black things are being They're like this motherfucker in the sunken place in the sunken place like, like I think I, I think I just told I was just reading an article and I'm like this this is some sunken place shit because there ain't no way a black person would do this he did what so it's just like it's, yeah it's, it, this movie did have like a good impact but Maria Maria what were some scenes that set out for you good bad or indifferent mm, I think um, I mean, the opening for one was like crazy because you literally this guy's just walking the neighborhood, and then you know I love the whole him saying that you know he doesn't feel safe in the suburbs because I mean I mean out here in this creepy, confusing ass suburb. I mean it's the suburbs. We we, we know <laughs> how it is um sometimes, but like. And then he like, and then he he just gets kidnapped, and then like, and then the movie starts. I I, I don't know, like that really. I I don't know. I thought it was a great opening because you're just like, what the fuck is going on, um, and I think the scene where with uh, I think her name was Georgina. I think any scene with her, I think, was also mm-hmm. pretty pretty good. Because you can see something's wrong. Like, something's wrong. But you just don't know what it is. And she just looks yeah. like she's, like, struggling. And she just looks like she's, like, you know, having having a lot of moments. Um, and, you, like, you just don't know, like, what's going on, really. Um, and then the scene, I think... The grandparents where- gave something away. Like, they were acting weird. Like, if you're trying to sell a story, like, act kind of normal. I think, I think, I think, like, with with the grandparents and with Georgina, and I forgot what the other guy's name was. I think with them, since they were technically the guinea pigs, because I'm assuming that that they had started it, um, that because they were the guinea pigs, that they probably didn't do it right, or maybe they they were still like a lot. Or maybe they had left a lot of like Georgina 
and um, the other guy in their brain. They hadn't perfected it yet, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So, so that I guess they were able to fight back a, li- a little bit more, but not enough. Um, so I think that's what was going on. I think Georgina was fighting a really hard fight in her brain for with uh, with the uh, um, with with the grandmother, and that's why she was acting very like weird. Um, which is which is sad. I don't know. When I think about it, it's just so sad. I don't know. I thought I kind of thought the opposite. Not not fully of that. At at least to me, I think uh, I think because they were old, they just their brains are still kind of old. <laughs> so they just put them into these young bodies, and they were just acting like old people. That could also be true. But in that one mirror scene where she's like brushing her hair and looking at herself I, I can see where like where because like, i did i guess like as an old person and suddenly i'm young i guess i would be looking at myself like that um but an, uh, another scene is um when they were like at the party and then chris tries to take a pic of a picture of, of the other you know of the other black guy there and then like the flash goes off and you just see the change in his face and his nose starts bleeding and then he starts yelling like get out um that scene i thought was really cool too um and then you know like and then just like the last 20 minutes which is where where all um the kills happen um and especially with um i forgot what his name was but like the grandpa you know when when he when he kind of like take takes control of, of of his body and then he like shoots rose and like shoots himself i don't know i thought that scene was like jesus christ i don't know but i those were the scenes that i thought were great for me i think it's it's definitely the scene with georgina where she's just saying oh no 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 that's like the first hint of like some something ain't right here. Like something's definitely wrong with this lady. And in the other scene, any any scenes with his friend, um, what's his friend's name? Ah, fuck, I've got his friend's name. Do you remember his friend's name? Rod. Rod. Any scenes with Rod are just like those are like the comedy breaks that you need in an intense movie, and I appreciate, especially the end when he was like. I'm T.S. motherfucking A. We handle shit. That's what we do. Like, that's one of my favorite scenes. Like, and then the scene with the cop. When you when you watch it back, you think, oh, she's but she's sticking up for her man. But it's like, no. If he gives the cop his his ID, then there's like proof and there's a record of him being there with her. So she's not sticking up for her man. She's trying to keep any like traces of him being there from like the public, from the system. And it's like the small things like that, which make me like love this movie on rewatch. But what about you, Tuan? Any scenes that stood out for you? Yeah, scenes that stood out for me definitely was the initial like hypnosis scene where we see the sunken place for the first time, especially like on the first watch when um rose's mom just tells um chris to sink and like the way the audio mixes when she says sink but also like him actually going into the chair and you see the actual like sunken place for the first time into the floor wait 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 wait. 
that was a crazy scene to like watch on like first time viewing and just how um that came across and how it actually did like work because he said like the next day that the idea of him like smoking a cigarette like disgusted him and also like the context of it as well like they didn't want him to like smoke so that the body would be better for whoever would eventually like take over it so that was interesting but also um, another scene that I did like, which just because even though it was short, just because how crazy she looked in the scene was when Rose was sitting on the bed eating those those Fruit Loops um, next to this fucking milk, like separately. That I know, like Jordan Peele said, like he didn't do that purposely to like show like colors being separated from whites but but that's exactly what it gives like yeah but also she looks fucking deranged just eating the cereal like that either way so that's funny and then that's the worst crime in the whole movie because bitch what are you doing no actually though and then uh second to that was when Chris is like actively trying to leave the house and then he's like like where are the keys and like the way the actress just switches up from like I'm looking I'm looking and she's like you know I can't give you the keys like that that the theater experience for that was is like for people first time watching it was always funny like it was a collective like we knew that bitch was in on it no literally it was like a collective like like bitch like it was like a collective like that like I love good theater experiences for like movies as long as it's you know it ain't going crazy. Movies are the best, you know. They give you you get the real reaction, especially if it's like black people in there too. It's like okay, give me what I want, please. Yeah, so those I would think those ones were probably my my favorites that I still remember, especially like the keys. Like that was that was crazy, and then the actress she she sold the fuck out of that switch up. The only scene I didn't like was the ending scene with the shotguns because she was just saying grandma with like no emotion. The bitch went blank and then she's like, go get him grandpa. I'm like, okay, give me something. You just walk past several dead family members and your house is on fire. You should be like, go get him grandma. Go get him grandpa. There wasn't, I don't know. It should have been something. It was just like bland and stale. I mean, I feel like her whole family was weird. And honestly, I think she was the weirdest for someone who can, like, be in multiple multiple relationships with people for months, years, I don't know how long. And, like, and then to know that she's going to bring them home for them to die. I don't know. Like, I've, I mean, she definitely doesn't give a fuck about nobody. I don't know. Does not care. And she's having, like, she's she's with men. She's with women. She doesn't care about, she's just grabbing people. Yeah, yeah, I think right. like she was the yeah when um when when Chris was on you know like waiting for for them to prepare him she was literally yeah on her bed doing that weird serial thing and she was like scrolling to find her next victim like you know like it was I don't know it was just weird. So Twan, wearing the kills that stood out for you, good, bad, and different. Um. The, I think the best one to me was when he killed Missy, the mom, because like, cause he he took that damn letter opener straight through his hand with no reaction and stabbed her ass with it. I was like, that's some G shit. That's the only time I like, I was like squeamish in my seat. I was like, oh shit. 
Yes, I, I honestly, I do like. I don't know why. Like those type of like thing that always like gets me. Like it's even like in Scream Five when like Tara in the beginning when she got stabbed right through the hand. I was like, oh fuck, bro! Like that shit always looks brutal to me. I don't know why. And then he like turned it around and like um like stabbed her with it and um and so that was a good one. And also like killing the dad with the head of the deer. That was just like something different. What about you, Maria? Any kills stood out? Yeah, I think um I forgot what his name was. Was it Gerald? The grandpa? Uh, uh, uh Walter. Kill. Walter, yes. I yes, Walter. His like his kill I thought was like I don't know, cause you know, cause he like came back. And then he shot, you know, shot Rose and then like just turned the gun on himself like it was nothing. I don't know. I thought that scene, I I think, I think like because it happened so fast, you know, like, like you, you kind of just hoped that he comes back and is maybe able to take control of like his brain because he kind of like got out of it. But like in his mind, the only, his only choice was to, was to kill himself and, um, whatever grand, whatever, you know, and, and the, the the grandfather so i feel like i don't know i i feel like his kill was a little more impactful um because i don't know I, I thought it was thought it was crazy um and i i also will agree like georgino's kill was also pretty good because yeah because yeah the, the whole like, like she stabbed him through the hand and he just took it and then he like killed her which i mean you don't really see like where he stabbed her but you you see it was it was somewhere in the face so, you know, I'm not saying she deserved it, but she kind of deserved it. Um, and then I think Dean's kill, I think, was a little, like, I I, I, I thought it was kind of funny because he literally, like, stabs him with the deer head thing. Um, and it's just, I don't know, I feel like it was an, it was an unexpected weapon. I would not have thought of, thought of that. Um yeah my favorite or the killer set out for me had to be the mom because that whole like sequence leading before before she dies was just like intense because when they both look at the, the teacup and it's like damn if she gets this cup she he's fucked and then he knocks out the hand and then i'm just okay cool cool like before he kills it that like that like five minutes before is like an intense build that which makes that that kill scene satisfying my favorite kill, though, is when he kills Jeremy and kills his brother because he was annoying me from the moment he he stood his oh, yeah. stepped his ass in the house. Like from his introduction, I hated him, and when he finally bashed his head in by the door, I was like, "Yes." And I do agree with you, Maria. Um, Walter's death was definitely hits hard because he made a decision because. We never, because we never know if they're like, if they can fully come back, because that's not their brain and their body anymore. So they probably can never fully have full control. And I wouldn't want to be surrounded by like strobe lights all the fucking time just to be, be conscious. Like that would be, that's not a way to live. So that one was hard. The kill scene I don't like was the blind man because he just died in the fire once his brain was removed whatever so that was kind of anticlimactic 
Yeah, but then another point I want to bring up was, so the whole, the whole like the family who does the procedure, they're all dead. But then we saw several black people, black people's photos with, with the daughter, who were just like living out there, with these people trapping their body. Like that's fucked up. Definitely is. Because no one's ever going to believe them about the whole brain switching thing. Like I'll like this is definitely one of those movies where I would like to see what happened after. <laughs> yeah, because it's like what happens to the other the other people. What happened to Andre? What happened to everyone else who just they're just stuck. But also a scene I forgot to mention that stood out for me. Because it was just like, y'all really aren't being like subtle. Was when they were all like coming up to him and talking to him at the party. And that one lady is like, So, is it true? Is it better? Wow, wow. Bitch, excuse me? <laughs> Back up. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So it was just like, it's in I like this movie because it's things like that that like you definitely get people definitely say to you and they don't know how offensive it is because when I was single and on the dating scene and I would occasionally pop onto Grinder, the first oh, thing Lord. people would say was like, So you got BBC, excuse me? Oh my God. Oh my God. The amount of times I put that shit in I put that shit in my dating profile. I was like, My shit's small, don't ask me. <laughs> it's like I'm not saying I'm not, but like that the the first thing you want to say to me it's not hello how how are you, you know they just you well you black so you got to be thick or have a big dick or you got both and it's like this is this is disrespectful don't just like, don't don't do that please give me something give me some per I got personality too I got a big brain can I put that. A big black brain, BBB. That's what I'm I got. Dead. What's up? <laughs> 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 like, Cause that whole scene, I was like, huh. And then people like touching the muscles. I'm like, why are people? I'm just like, you know, similar things that happen. Like, I'm pretty sure if he had an afro, someone would have touched his hair. So it's like little oh, yeah. things like that. That's just like, like back the fuck up. And of everyone's motives. The blind guy, he didn't care that buddy was he didn't care that Chris was black. He just wanted his his talent, his good like his artful eye, which is still fucked up, but you know it's less racist. He was just jealous because he was blind. But other than that, Tuan, can you give the people wait, nope, nope, I'm skipping all the way to the end. Oh shit, what am I doing? <laughs> Maria, what are your thoughts on the grandparents? I mean, honestly, I feel like out of everything, they're the ones that made the movie like actually creepy and like scary. Cause like sure, like 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 these white people are acting weird and you're like something's up. But I also feel like Jordan did a really good job of like of um Man, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Because it's like, yeah, because it's like, it's. I feel like it's situations that people have been in, you know? So you just think like, you know, these like these white people, like you just would never think that something weirder is going on than, than, than like what's really happening. I feel like Georgina and Walter really made you think like, you know, maybe it's not just 
you know, racist white people doing weird racist white people things. It's really like there's they're like a family doing something that's that's really fucked up. Um, and I feel like Georgina and Walter did like were like really great of pointing that out, especially like um, Georgina, especially you know in that um, in that whole no 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 scene where she starts crying and like the scenes where she's just like standing and she's just like staring off or um (coughs) and then like walter also saying weird things um that one scene where he's just running which i get i mean you know you're old you're putting a new body you you want to run but um i don't know like i mean well with walter it was it was more because with walter he was running because he never got he never got a chance to be part of the olympics because the black guy beat him out Oh yeah, yeah, they did say that. I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, they were creepy. They were creepy people. What about you, Tuan? Yeah, I will agree with Maria that they did definitely like up like the creep factor, especially Georgina. Um, the act, like the actors that that portrayed her, did like a really good job in like selling that. Obviously, something here is wrong. We don't know what it is just yet, but um, we should definitely be on high alert. <laughs> which Chris was Chris, well, which Chris was uh, throughout the movie, and um, she definitely like sold that like feeling of uneasiness, especially telling him um, like that scene that Mark mentioned when she was like saying like no, 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 no. Like that was that was like really crazy. I like, heard delivery delivery of that. And then like just that scene of Walter like running, yeah, in the back um of the house, which yeah, makes sense when you think he lost out to uh, he lost out to Jesse Owens um in the Olympics. So that makes like so much sense that he was doing that, trying to like see if he could either like time himself and he was doing better now because he's in like a black body, I guess, compared to like his own or something like that, or just seeing like how he could do better. And also the scene where like Chris like talked to him like I think it was like the morning um after he had been hypnotized and he was describing Rose and talking about how she's like a catch and everything. It just came off like very weird. Like one of a kind, top of the line, a real doggone keeper. <laughs> he was trying to like be like I guess hip with uh Chris, but like it wasn't coming off like how an actual like like probably like black person would be like it was really like white person inside of a black person pretending to be black yeah the, the grandparents they definitely it's like the grandparents is what made you question like okay some shit ain't going some shit ain't right with with this whole setup it seems too perfect and walter and georgina are definitely the outliers like something's not right with them something something has to be wrong with the entire family is the vibes they give you. But, Tawan, what are your thoughts on Jeremy? Oh, my God. I hated Jeremy so much in this movie. Like, he was annoying in the first scene that he, like, popped in when, um... When he was, like, trying to ask, like, Chris about, like, MMA fighting and stuff, and then, like, wanted to, like, like fake, like, battle him and stuff. It was just... It was coming off so weird. Like, even before we had got, um like, to the ending of the movie, no one was on. Like, he didn't even up the creep factor. He was just being, like, weird. Like, he was, like, 
Um, like it was the first time he was interacting with like a black person or something and just trying to like one up them somehow. And it was, it, it, it didn't, it didn't come off right. Like, even if this wasn't the situation that was in like get out where, you know, they were like kidnapping black people and like taking them for their bodies. This was just like a regular, like family dynamic that got be weird as fuck. And I wouldn't want to interact with him. And I will literally never want to go to any family events where her brother would be there. Cause, um, he just gave off like those, those vibes that of a person that I wouldn't like. And, um, I was glad Chris stumped his ass out at the end of the movie. Yeah. I didn't like Jeremy at all. Like he was obnoxious and annoying. It's like, like his dad said, you are being aggressive with the first guy. You know we need these bodies to be in tip-top shape. This is the family business, and you out here fucking up the merchandise, which which is what the which is what the point of the movie was. But like you fucking shit up. What about you, Maria? What, what were your thoughts on Jeremy? Yeah, I I mean I I well I I should have said this for my my favorite kill, but actually his kill I thought was also really good. Cause that shit was brutal. That shit was violent. Like out of all the kills, I think his kill was like fucking. It was definitely personal. <laughs> but um, honestly, I thought Jeremy was a was a um a little shit. <laughs> like that's kind of like what I got from him. He was just a little a little bitch. Um, he definitely definitely did not like him. I thought he was really annoying. Um, and yeah, he was he was just kind of weird throughout the whole movie. Like not even like creepy weird the way the grandparents were, but just like just weird. Just like like there's something like I don't know. He was just weird. Um, yeah, it was weird that like he wanted to like to fight you know Chris as soon as he saw him just. Yeah, he, he probably wanted to see, like, who was stronger. And then the whole talking about his body, like, like, come on. <laughs> I don't know. He was, he was just weird. Um, I, and I agree with Tawan. If I was, if they, if they were a normal family and, like, I was invited to an outing and I knew he was going to go, I, I would, I would probably, yeah, probably not go. I'd probably be like, you know what? I'm going to stay home. It's fine. It's cool. Um, like... Or, you know, if I was there, I'd probably avoid the man just because he creeps me out. He's definitely that one family member that you never want to be around. But <laughs> what about who is this? I didn't put somebody in. I don't know who the fuck this is. Who is this? Oh, now I want to talk about Jim, the, the blind art dealer. Now, Initially, I was like, oh, he's like one person who wasn't saying some stupid racist microaggression to him. He might be like the cool part, like one of the cool part people of this like whole group. And then then we see him buy him at the auction. And he's like, oh, I don't care that you're black. I just want your talent. I want your eyes. But I was like, you know, what if you get this body, but you still don't have that same like Thing that Chris has that makes him good at his art. Like, you could have done all this for no fucking reason. And I was like, you, he was like, I don't know. Appropriating Chris's talent made me hate him. But what about you, Tawan? What'd you think about Jim, the art dealer? 
Yeah, I definitely got kind of that, like, vibe that you were portraying. Like, out of everybody that we saw at that little party, he seemed the most normal and actually had a conversation with Chris. And then, yeah, once we get to it, we see that, you know, he, he was the one that wanted him for his own, like, reasonings and such. And it kind of just, you know, reminds you of... It, it, it kind of reminded me of when, like, Django, how they had, like, the buck fighters or, like, the black men who were, like, fighting for them. And, like, they didn't really care about them because they were, like... They still didn't care about them because they were black, but because they were able to, like, give get them money by, like, being, like, good fighters, they were, um... They were, like on the little, a little upper than the other, like, slaves, I guess you could say, and it's kind of the same thing, like, he, like, <clears throat> while he agrees that Chris had a good talent, like, he wanted to use that for himself so that he could, you know, up himself in whatever endeavors he chose to do once he actually was in, like, Chris's body, which was, you know, interesting, but, like, still, like, everyone else at the end of the day, he was, like, taking, like, a black man of, like, their independence and trying to use it for himself. Very true. Maria, what are your thoughts on Dean Armitage, Rose's dad? Well, honestly, he gave me, like, the same vibes as uh, of uh, the brother. I forgot what his name was. <laughs> oh, as we... Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> um, they they kind of, like, remind me of the same person, except, like, the dad is just older. Um. I don't know why. Like, the dad, I feel like, was also... I mean, he was trying to be the whole goofy, you know, I'm open-minded dad, but I also feel like you can also tell, like, underneath that, that's not really, like, the type of person he was. Um, He was definitely... He just seemed very fake throughout the whole thing. Like, I mean, obviously, all, all, like, all, all, all he cared about was about the bodies and being able to switch over the brains and stuff. Um... But like he, I don't know. He also gave me, I guess, like little bitch vibes. I don't know. Like I can see why his kill was just kind of like he just stabbed him and that was it. Um, like borderline, he just seemed kind of like irrelevant to be honest. Cause I mean, like the mom does the the hypnotizing. Rose brings them in, and then Jeremy and like the dad are just. The doctor. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess he does like the whole transplant thing, but I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. He just seems very like in- in- insignificant to me. But I feel like that's just like because of the personality that was coming off. I guess. What about you, Tuan? What are your thoughts on Dean? The dad is is definitely um, was definitely like interesting because. He's just that generic, um, like, middle-aged, like, white liberal dude that, like, I feel like all of us have encountered once or more. The whole, like, I would have voted Obama for a second term. Like, they're just trying to, um, they're just trying to, what's the word? Like, kind of cope, like, not cope with us a bit, but also they still have, like, their own, like, um, I don't want to say morals, but they still have like their own. Um... It's like, it's like they aren't racist, but they still want a, like a little divide here and there. Like we're, we don't yeah. hate you, but we still want to be like above you type of thing. 
It's yeah. It's kind of, it is, it is kind of like, it's, it is always like kind of low key a bit, like about like their intentions and everything. But, um, because like they're, they seem to be on the side was like, they have that like allyship, I guess you could say, but they still have those kind of like slip ups and everything that makes you question, like, are you really what you say you are? Like, it, it, it just, it wasn't, uh, it doesn't always like hit, I guess you could say, but he definitely like gave that vibe and just the things that he was doing and was trying to like, in a sense, like, I guess, butter Chris up a bit and by making himself seem less racist and also try to make the situation itself that they were in not seem racist, like actually abducting black people and like taking them of their independence to like pass them off as new newer people with white brains inside of them and um like that's more fucked up than like other like racism and stuff so it's like they're trying to like he like people like him will like cope with the fact that what they're doing isn't as bad as everything else though and it it really doesn't make sense um in the like long long stretch of things um Especially the fact that you literally had an auction for this man. And the symbolism in that was insane. No, for real. And one of the old, I forgot to mention this, but one of the old white guys was like, black is in fashion. I was like, when? When? When when, when, when was black ever in fashion? A few black people have, you know got lucky enough to be like on the mainstream but like i don't overall i don't think black was in fashion old man i'll well i'll agree well i'll agree a little bit i guess you could say like i would say black culture and all that stuff like you know since that is like i guess that like that's in my mind that's what they're probably pertaining to like black culture like athleticism and like stuff like that like you know stuff like that yeah, and you know that's all, but that's all they're seeing though. Like in that, like in this movie, that's all they're seeing. Like they're seeing that, and it's all within this community. So they're they're getting to be black in this community. But what happens when y'all take this blackness out into the actual world outside this community? Then you're gonna be like, oh shit, like. Like I'm still me. Like, like it's not just being black. It's like, um, um, I forget, I forget what the word, it, what the word is for it. But it's like, like I guess it's, it's just like learned behavior. It's not like, oh, you're black now. You're immediately like, like us. And it's like, no, it's like learned behavior over time. They're gonna take, they're gonna take these new bodies with their old, old white mindsets into the real world and be like, oh, shit, this doesn't work. I can't. I can't act like I used to because I'm in a black body, and that comes with different consequences. Yep, which always, which, which is definitely why. I sit. Oh no, you go, Maria. But a lot of the times, like they, they just don't care. All they saw was the was the um, the success of like black people and like the, the like the things um, that they like couldn't do and other people can do, and you know, they decided to steal that. But Maria. What are your thoughts on Missy, the mom, the creepy cup wielding mom? Well, shit. I mean, she was weird too. She was just like her daughter. They were both weird. Um, <laughs> she was very right? stale. 
Yeah, just very like, I mean, her whole thing was just the whole like teacup stuff, which I get, you know, that's, she's a psychologist or whatever it was. Um, I mean, she wasn't creepy the way like the grandparents were, but she was weird. I feel like she was weird, especially when she was like, you know, forcing Chris to talk about like his mom, which I feel like, I don't know, if I was put in the, that in that situation and me being Chris, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I would have kind of, like, pissed me off because it's like, you're a psychologist and you're forcing me to talk about my feelings. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Um, but, yeah. I mean, Very inappropriate, her questions, too. I was like, bitch, back up. Yeah, she just seemed very, like, very forward. Which, I mean, I get because they were trying to, you know, take his body. But, yeah, she was weird. Tawan? Yeah, the mom um, definitely uh, was was weird. And, like, just yeah, like I mentioned, that was one of my favorite scenes. Like, she initially, like, got Chris to... Um, she got like Chris to go into the sunken place. Like, just her acting was like her acting was not really good in that scene, and she came off as like trying to be helpful in that. But in the same instance, it's just like how Rose did at the end. Like, came off as helpful, but then that same instance, like immediately like switched tones and was like you know more serious and trying to like go like put and steal like her own like stuff and Chris so that he would be better for them. So I guess like, yeah, like you guys said, they're more, <laughs> they're more alike than we thought than like you would think on the surface. Tawan, what are your thoughts on Rod? Rod is the motherfucking goat of this movie. Like, <laughs> like he was that he was the good comedic relief that we needed, and it wasn't and it wasn't like overdone. Like the snip, the pockets that we got a rod were really good in this movie. I think the, the best scene was when he was talking to Rose on the phone, like asking where Chris was, like put him on the phone, and then she started like trying to like talk to him. Um, as if, like, he was trying hitting on her and stuff like that, and he was like, girl, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, Rye was definitely the goat of this movie, and he was making, she was gonna make sure that he got his, his boy back by any means necessary. And he's that, he's the character that we all wish were in, like, horror movies in, like, situations like this. He's that one character, like, you know, when stuff happens, like, you know, you probably think to yourself, like, where's their friends? Like, why is nobody checking up on them? Like, he's that character that, that, um, we, we all, we all probably be in, like, scenarios like this, especially if you have, like, a friend that's, like, dear to you, and they're going into a situation that they're unsure of, and you want to make sure they're good, and he was, even like, even though it was, like, you know, comedic the way he went about it he was still like putting in the research like looking into it and connecting some of the dots and even though he wasn't like 100% right that it was like a sex slave ring like damn near probably it was, it was kind of close like I'm pretty sure they, they, they were having sex with those bodies that weren't they were having sex with those bodies that weren't theirs but um yeah Rob was the goat he came through and T.S. motherfucking A um, solve the crime. What about you, Maria? 
Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything with Tuan said. Like, he was, I think, out of the whole movie. Like, I mean, he his, I mean, he was funny and then like helped the movie a lot. But it's like, yeah, like I wish I had a friend like Rod who kept checking up on me, was making sure I was okay, who brought like a whole cop car to come pick me up in the middle of nowhere. Like, I, you know, um, he's definitely like the voice of reason in the movie. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was just great that he knew that something was up just based off what, what Chris was telling him. And he was like, yeah, like, this is weird. And, you know, as, as soon as his friends stopped, stopped responding to him, he goes to the police, which makes sense. I feel like that's a very normal reaction. Like, if somebody I knew was missing, I'd be like, I'm going to the fucking police. Like, so something's up, something's crazy, these people are crazy. Um, and then... But I don't get how... So, did he go with cops, or did he steal a cop car? Or It was a TSA car. It was a TSA car? <laughs> even better. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I it said I airport on the side. I don't even... I don't even read that. But yeah, like, and honestly, I'm glad I'm glad that Jordan Peele decided to, like, to end it that way. Because it's, like... It's, like, a huge, like fuck you to rose and to her family like you guys are not getting away with this and you know it's just great to see the theater reaction to that scene was amazing oh my god i was i was clutching my fucking seat i was like no fucking way because everyone was expecting for that white bald-headed cop who was kind of cute by the way we we was all expecting him to get out the car but as soon as we saw rod when i tell you the entire theater started to scream yell and clap like oh my god it was like, oh, thank God. It's even crazier when you consider that was like the original ending too. Yeah, because it was originally supposed to end with him going to prison. But I'm so glad that he 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 changed that. Yes, I would have been so fucking mad if he went to jail. That would have been the darkest fucking ending for any movie. Because, like, after all the shit, I would have been so fucking mad. I'm, I'm glad he went with the Rod Saves the Day ending because that's what this movie needed. But what this movie did not need was Chris's crazy-ass girlfriend. So, Maria, what are your thoughts on Rose? I think Rose is, like, a psychopath, a sociopath, all of those really crazy things. Um... But it's like, <laughs> like she was nuts. Like she honestly, like she, I feel like she did such a good job of like acting like you know the sweet girlfriend, the the girlfriend who you know who's there for him and sticks up for him and like thinks about him. And it's like this whole time she was just trying to like ripen him up in order for them to to kill him. Um, and I just thought it was like, I don't know. She, she she was nuts. She was, she was crazy. Like, I think like like the first couple like, no, like I mean in the beginning, you know, she just seemed very nice, and then to see her switch so like so fast, I like the actress did a really good job of that because it was it was crazy. Like I. I was surprised. I was shocked. I was like, no way. I mean, I kind of knew it because there's no way that your family is weird and not and you're not weird. But um, but that scene was was um was really good. 
<laughs> I'm gonna cut this out, but I have to say I love it when you always prepare when you compare the characters to like food in some way. It's always super funny. What did I say? What food thing did I say? Kind of ripe ripen him up. <laughs> kind of ripen him up. Like <laughs> <laughs> Because I, when I was uploading all the episodes on YouTube, I got to that point where you were like, yeah, she's like tofu. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like tofu? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tuan, what are your thoughts on Rose? Yeah, that bitch was crazy. Like, <laughs> a thing about Rose is that she definitely perfectly embodies, like, that like like liberal like kind of white girl whose like family is like you know a little bit like maybe it might be like a little bit racist but like they'll still like cope with it a little a bit but date outside their race and everything knowing that like their family acts like this and like bring like these people who um who are like of other races into like their family to like interact with them and stuff so it was definitely like giving that like a lot and um but then, you know, once we reach the, you know, the end and find out, like, what's going on, you just see that she's just, like, um, as indebted to that as the rest of them are. And even more so because you brought them there and knew what was going to happen. And you decided to, like, fully put yourself into this and, um, like, take these people. Well, not take them against their will because they willingly went to the house but put them in a situation where you know what was going to happen to them and like get basically take their independence and everything away from them and stuff like that and I think one thing I wanted to know is how to, how old Rose was because Rose right? she's in a lot of relationships judging off those pictures that we saw and considering well, I that think- I think they only last like three to six months, though. Yeah, which that's that's still a lot, though. <laughs> that means she has like a she's dating like two, three people a year. And, and I'm wondering, like, is there crossover or something? Like, is she dating multiple at once? Because we know that Andre at least was six months ago to the point where we started the movie, um, or where we were in the movie, and I'm assuming. If that if his kidnapping was six months ago, like in in the movie time, and she probably started dating Chris right after, like yeah, it was probably like yeah, it was probably like six months or whatever. So, like that's crazy. Like dating like half the year, like they do the procedure, then you go scout like she was for somebody think, else to I go for. It probably was crossover because they were. I mean, because Rod did know of Andre, so she was probably kind of like seeing them both and kind of was just like. She's probably like seeing Chris at the tail end of it's time to go get Rob, go go turn Andre in. Yeah, probably. So that that was interesting. But the actress herself, um, I think her name is like Allison Williams, something like that. Um, yep, she's Brian Williams' daughter. Brian Williams, that guy. Mm. Who is Brian Williams? He was a news anchor on um, NBC. He was a big deal for a while until people found out that he lied about some big story about him being in a helicopter that was shot down in the Iraq war. But 
all that turned out to be a lie. He held on that line for like 10 plus years. And every time he talked about it, he was in more and more peril in a situation. But turns out none of it was true. He oh, wasn't in the helicopter that was shut. Yep. So that's who he, that's who her daddy is. Oh, that's wild. What the fuck? <laughs> yep. Um, but I would say, like, she she definitely, like, sold the fuck out of, like, um her performance in this one and, like, the switch up that she had. And I would say I, I like her as an actress. Like, she's she hasn't been in many things. I do remember her in this other Netflix movie called, it was, like, a horror movie called The Perfection. It was kind of mid, but, like, she was good in it. And also, she's in Megan. We love Megan, right? <laughs> Honestly, I don't really like I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> What'd you say? No, she... I said I don't really like her as an actress. I've seen I've I've seen the um the perfection. I like it. I like the movie. I thought it was I thought it was nuts. I've also saw Megan. I don't know, just something of the way she acts, I just don't like it. Confession, I've only seen her in this. The perfection is a decent. I will say the perfection is is decent. It will be. It could be something decent to discuss for this. It is like it is a horror movie. It's like psychological horror. I mean, because I know I know she was like a big deal because she was in Girls. I've never seen Girls. Yeah, that's the main thing that I like. I I won't say I know her from because I haven't watched Girls, but I remember her being in that show. Yeah, so this is the only thing I actually like know her from. But if she's anything like her dad, she can probably, you know, act well. He got away with it, so, yeah. Well. <laughs> but I don't know. I think for me, the thing with Rose that stands out is, like, the flip. Once you know she's in on it and you see her real personality, it's like, oh, this bitch is insane. Because when she's with Chris at the beginning leading up to it, like she's bubbly, she's cute, she's adorable, and it's like, okay, she, her family's weird, but she's she's cool, she's cool. And then that flip happens, and she's just like blink and dry and stale and like monotone. It's like, how the fuck this bitch is actually crazy? Because that personality change is like out the fucking world. She probably would have got me too, but. Tawan, what are your thoughts on Chris? Chris was a good protagonist because he was questioning everything like that needed to be questioned in this movie and like things just weren't playing in his favor though. Like certain things like Georgina unplugging his phone or um trying to take a picture of like Andre to see like like what we could find out on him like because he, he said he kind of recognized him and things like that like Chris was like a good protagonist because he 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 didn't act stupid like obviously he's in a situation where 
he didn't know anyone and like you know those situations can be can be just weird on its on its own especially as like you know if you're a person of color like coming into a situation where it's mostly like a white crowd and you know you tend to be the odd person out but you also don't want to be like super weird about it as well to like make yourself even feel even like like more like isolated i guess and like he also liked rose so he like he wanted to make a good impression like for her family and stuff but like he he recognized and rose knows that her family is weird and he was just trying to like cope with it as much as he could so that the weekend could be over and he could get back to his life with her in the city or whatever so all that like in context like you kind of get like the way that he was acting but um he wasn't he he was smart about the way that he was like going about things and he wasn't just like let like he wasn't just trying to let things happen to him like he tried to like you know when we get in those situations in these movies like the character you're like you're like yelling at the screen like why don't y'all fucking leave like as soon as something was like weird he was like okay rose it's time to go like let's go back home we can i don't know visit your family another time they come visit us next time like let's just go back home like I'm uncomfortable here. Let's go, and you know, like we we know as the audience, like they weren't gonna let him leave, or he wasn't going to get a chance to. But just the fact that he was actually like trying to get out the situation because he felt uncomfortable was just you know a whole bunch of difference from other movies and stuff where you're like, why don't y'all just leave? Like no one's forcing you to stay here. So he tried to do it. He couldn't get out. And also just in general, Daniel Kaluuya's acting was just really good in this role. The scene, like once again, when he got put into the sunken place and you just saw his face, like with that singular tear, like that, that shit was um, crazy. It's like an iconic scene right there. You see, I see that like all the time on like posts on Instagram about like good horror movies and everything. Um, and also he just, he has really good, <laughs> like, it's just like side, he has a really good American accent for someone that's British. Like I would have never thought he was British just looking at him. The only reason I knew that, cause I saw, I used to watch that show skins and I remember him being on it. <laughs> I loved him in skins. I also loved him in black mirror, which is why I was like, Oh yeah, okay, that too. Yeah. I'll give this a chance for him. I always forget about that episode. That's actually one of my favorite ones. But yeah, I think that's that's all I have to say about Chris. But Maria, what are your thoughts on Chris? I mean, I agree. I thought he was a really great protagonist. He was really smart. Uh, yeah, as soon as he noticed something was off, he was like, "We're gonna go." Like he, I'm yeah, because I'm glad that he questioned everything. I feel like in a lot of horror movies, you kind of have to make the protagonist kind of dumb in order for like the movie to to move along. But here, like you, you know. Because it's a good movie that I feel like you didn't really have to do that. Like, he was questioning everything. He was, you know, gathering his own information. He was just going, you know, with with Rod's help. He was, you know, trying to figure out what was going on. Um, and I thought that was really great. Um, and, yeah, I thought he was really smart. Like, the scene where he put um, the stuffing in his ears, I would have never had thought to do that. I would have sat there. And they would have switched my brain and I would have been like in some, you know, and I would have been sharing a body with someone else. (laughs) Like I would not have (laughs) thought to do that. (laughs) You know what I I mean? Like, (laughs) um, yeah, but he was, he was really smart. Um, I, and yeah, and I also, I love him as a, as a, 
as as an actor, I think honestly it is also one of the main reasons I watched the movie because I saw him in Black Mirror and I thought he was great, and then you know saw him and Get Out. Um, but yeah, I mean I loved Chris. I thought he was a great, real great protagonist. He did amazing. He was smart. Um, he tried to leave when he tried to though. I mean I guess what I don't know what he saw like rose in all those pictures i don't know why he didn't just run out himself then like i would have been like you know what fuck this bitch like my first thought is she's probably not gonna let me leave too i don't know why she had the keys um but i would have just ran he can't drive oh he can't drive oh i forgot about that's why he doesn't have a driver's license yeah you're right you're right it it took me a few times watching it and it took me watching a couple videos but like he doesn't drive because his mom died in a car accident. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would have just ran in the woods. <laughs> you know, Same, like, actually. I've been the fuck. <laughs> I don't know, but like, he, he, I don't know, but he was great. Like, he was, he was really smart. I do agree with you that they usually make the protagonist dumb, but I feel like if they would have tried to do this, they would have lost the black audience because even the dumbest black person picks up on the little weird things that happen around us, especially when white people are involved. You know, what I'm talking about Tuan. Like, oh yeah. You, you notice, like you notice the little, the, the looks, you notice the, like the sounds they make. Cause you know, you know, what's directed towards you. So you just pick up random shit. It's like, huh, my spidey tenses are, 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 are sensing microaggressions and racist undertones i need to be perked up all the time now very so, much so, I, like, so if, I feel like if they would have tried to dumb him down so he wasn't picking up on that it wouldn't have been truthful to the story that they were telling because it's like we notice we might not say nothing all the time but we definitely notice and i think like him and rod's friendship makes me like the character even more because you can you can tell that Chris is like that that friend who's serious all the time, who doesn't really joke around, who's like, I gotta go to work and get shit done. And that he has a friend like Rod who's like, I'm I'm gonna make some jokes, I'm gonna drag you out of this. It's like, okay, cool, cool. Okay, I like this. I like this. So uh, I just think this is a good movie overall. And I think if Chris was, if, if it wasn't actor, if the actor wasn't good and if the script wasn't good and if we, if we didn't like Chris, the entire movie would have failed. That's true. If he, if it was acted poor, if it was a bad actor in this role, we all would have hated Chris. We wouldn't have been on his side. So I definitely think that like they picked the right actor and the script was good, which made it all be good because if you casted Chris wrong, or wrote him wrong, the entire movie is 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 trash. It's like when the Halloween remake had that whatever the fuck that Laurie Strode was, and we all hated it and hated her. And it's like we were supposed to love Laurie Strode, but you didn't get the right person to play the play the character, so we hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But we are done. But not quite yet, because Tuan has to give us the behind-the-scenes info and facts. Alrighty. So, Get Out had a budget of $4.5 million and brought in a box office of $255.4 million. 
a little bit of interesting info. Get Out was inspired by a classic bit in the Eddie Murphy spe- comedy special Delirious, where Murphy asks why white people don't just leave a house when, when a ghost shows up. In the Enemyville Horror, the ghost told them to get out the house. Murphy riffs, now that's a hint and a half for your ass. To, if, if a ghost said to get out the house, I would just tip the fuck out the door. <laughs> um... But according to Jordan Peele, the sunken place in Get Out represents the marginal marginalization of Black Americans. Um, in the fall of 2017, author I'm gonna mess up this name. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try it though. In the fall of 2017, author Teneriv Du taught Sunken Place, racism, survival, and Black horror aesthetic at UCLA. Peele even dropped by the class to expand on, among other things, the film's metaphor- metaphorical connection to the modern prison industrial complex. Um, originally, Peele wanted to make a statement with the Get Out ending and comment even further on the industrial prison system. The original ending had Chris strangle Rose and then cops come to arrest him. It flashes forward to Rod visiting him in prison. Rod wants to still try to find evidence to clear his name, but Chris has given up and accepted his fate. The ending is available as an extra on the Get Out DVD. Peel decided to change the ending because it wasn't fair to the audience and the movie is made with them in mind. Um, Get Out was the first February release since The Silence of the Lambs to score a Best Picture Oscar nomination. And in 2018, Jordan Peele won the Oscar for Best Original Screenplay for Get Out, making him the first black filmmaker to earn this honor. Some critics' reactions to the movie. The film currently holds a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. The website's critical consensus reads, Funny, scary, and thought-provoking, Get Out seamlessly weaves its trenchant social critiques into a brilliantly effective and entertaining horror comedy thrill right uprocks praised the cast in peel's direction saying that he brings the technical seal of a practice horror master is more of a surprise rolling stones gave get out a 3.5 out of 4 and called it a jolt a minute horror show laced with racial tension and stinging uh, satirical wit and rex reed included the film on his list of the 10 worst films of 2017 that's crazy Rex Reed has a very controversial past, so his yeah. opinion is. Very I was about to look up who that was because I have no idea who he is. Oh, when I, when I grabbed that one, I definitely looked up looked it up, and he is a interesting interesting person. He's also a very very old white man, so that kind of puts you where his head is at when it comes to this movie. So, but enough about Rex Reed and all of them. What about us? Do we cash or pass Get Out? Tuan? I uh, definitely cash on uh, Get Out. Um, I feel like this, like for Peel to be a first time like horror director, like this was an amazing like way to like burst into this like scene. Especially because, you know, um, as like fans of horror movie, we can be very picky with like the horror movies that we like watch, but to also see one that is good to us as horror fans, but also the general consensus, that's really like, um, showed you like how good like the film was and especially cause it carried a message as well, which most horror tends to like, like most horror tends to, you know, um, even like, even if it's not like on 
face value as it is within Get Out, most horror tends to like appeal to either like trauma or like subtext of other things. And, you know, um, that's why it like appeals to us in those type of ways. And the way that he was able to do that with this movie and being like his like a first time director of like a horror movie, he did a very good job with it. And now like he's created like a couple more movies like us and nope that have also been very good and just shows that he understands the craft and also um is bring like bringing back not like bringing back but you know making like good original horror movies that also feel um that are, that are good to like the fans but also the general public which um is very good and i definitely cash on um on this movie and hope to see more of his endeavors, especially after Nope. I really like Nope this year or last year. Maria. Yeah, I, I definitely cash. I feel like, yeah, when I first um, heard about it, I wasn't sure how to feel about, you know, a new, you know, a new director trying in horror, especially when you've only really seen him in comedy, but it was, I don't know. It's just, it was great. And like, it was definitely like, an original idea the way it was filmed was also really good um it was it was a really great movie and i definitely and i do like his other movies as well i think like he definitely has a lot of ideas and they're all very just very original you know like well for me it's also a cash it's it's one of the very few original ideas for a movie or for entertainment in general that we've seen in a long time and it nailed it. it it's a horror movie that gives you the thrills gives you the kills but also makes you think and a lot of horror is just dumb fun that has a, a wrapped up body count with a bunch of naked women this one is one that made you think and made you that you it made you think and you get a kick you get you get more out of the movie when you rewatch because the more you rewatch the more you learn about like oh this is why this happens why that happens so this is a, a good movie this is a cash all the way which yeah this is a good movie i i like this movie i love this movie it's one of those movies I, like i said i saw it several times and never gets old and that's it. That's what we all we have today for, for Get Out. But next week, we're reviewing Terrifier. Now, I've never seen Terrifier before myself, and I've been getting a lot of uh, mixed words about it. You know, some people are like, good luck, and oh, it's not that funny. It's not that scary. Other people have told me it's quite terrifying. So I guess it's going to be a first time watch for me. I think both Tawana and Maria have both seen it before. I have. Well, God help me. Hope I like it. Hope I don't pass out like everyone else did. So join us next week to hear us review Terrifier. Good night. Goodbye. The Haddonfield Horrors Podcast is a Letters to Media production. Should we do an intro?